I actually made notes for today's show because I didn't want to forget the stuff I saw. Look at this guy. Yeah, look the hell at me. <laughs> I haven't updated to the new iOS yet, have you? Uh, I have. There's not much in there, but it's on the list. Okay. Uh, are we right. ready? Are we doing, are we doing this? Is this the show? <laughs> this is the show. I think we already started the show. Oh, okay. Sh- I'm recording. I think we started... Well. <laughs> recording is important <laughs> recording is very important i don't know a lot about podcasting <laughs> but i'm pretty sure that recording the podcast is one of the first steps towards podcasting i will back up both of those statements yeah, recording is one of the first steps and you don't know <laughs> a lot about i podcasts. don't know much about <laughs> podcasting <laughs> this this all checks out this math works <laughs> Alex, you did not update to iOS 12.3? It came out while I was in the middle of my commute home, and I don't update on the bus, because then I can't use my phone. Yep, sure. So, no. <laughs> that's, I, uh, I think that's wise. That sounds wise to me, not updating on the bus. I did update the only difference. There are a few small things, but I think it's the addition of the basically the revamped TV app plus Apple TV channels is now available. Oh, well, so I'm right. in no rush then. <laughs> well, I saw an interesting yeah. thread just before we went on here about uh, Christina Warren, uh, formerly tech journalist now at Microsoft, was pointing out that, so one of the features that Channels offers is the ability to download and watch your content offline. But that is not true if either you subscribe directly to one of those services. So for example, she was pointing out HBO. If you were just an HBO Go or HBO Now subscriber, you don't have that ability. And even if you do the thing, this is where it gets a little strange. You can do the thing, I think, separately where it's like you pay for, you you subscribed to HBO using the HBO app, but had it put on your iTunes bill, which was yeah. previously available. Right. You And that does not let you do that either because it's not through the TV app. It's still through the HBO app. So essentially, there's two ways to pay Apple for this content. And one of them has a downloadable feature and one of them does not. Shout out to everybody else who's not going to do any of this, whose eyes are glazing over as Dan explains this. I mean, you're doing the Lord's work, Dan. But like, I was like, nope, just no, not going to well, do I it. Think it's doesn't interesting. matter. I think it's interesting. You got you, you to gotta know the difference. Yeah. I mean, do offline I? content, that's kind of a big deal. I would think that's not. I mean, I'm not going to care about the difference once this season of Game of Thrones is over. But <laughs> I mean, there's other stuff. Wait, like, the, the thing that blows my mind, yeah, this is 100% but, yeah. true, is that Apple, I saw, is promoting the updated TV app in next week's episode of Game of Thrones. Like, they're just going to show the app during one of the scenes, which is very interesting. It's right behind a coffee cup. <laughs> no, it's just, it's a, yeah, it's not going to be featured, but it's just going to be sitting there. Yeah. How are right, they watching sure. this on a fireplace? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's Amazon's promotion, if it's on a fireplace. Mm. Oh. oh, dear. Oh, my God. So, wait, hold on a second. I'll back up. Your eyes are glazing over when I try to explain a technology issue, but, yeah, like, exactly. shitty jokes are still okay. That's what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Pretty All much. Right. I, just, I, no, I wasn't criticizing rules. you. I was saying Apple's making it more complicated than I'm willing to understand. Yeah, I think eventually they'll get rid of that pre the option they used to offer, where it was on your bill, but you use the HBO app. I don't even know if you can still do that. It may just be the people who already signed up using that option. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, so cancel and sign up the other way. Well, that's what I think. I mean, uh, we use yeah. HBO now currently to watch it because we don't have. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Use HBO now currently. Yeah, I, I see. I rephrased that on the fly. 
<laughs> uh, HBO I don't know. now, right now. <laughs> there is. I am going to try the. There was a show we wanted to watch on Acorn. Actually, there's a couple things I want to watch, so I'm going to sign up. You think I'm just making these things? <laughs> You're up, just making. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Now. What's amazing is you absolutely can make it up. I don't even know. Like I, I hit the wrong <laughs> button on my Cavo remote, which went to the bottom of my now playing list in my TiVo. Uh, first of all, they both end in Vo. But then, like the channels that TiVo is showing down there. Oh, do you want to watch on Zip? Do you want to watch on Floppy? Do you want to watch on Crow? And it's like, yeah. you're definitely making some of these up. You could just say anything, and it's a yeah. potential Yeah, I almost channel. subscribed to Arugula, but it was not the content that I was looking for. <laughs> I For that, you want Rugula. It's slightly mm. different. It's just a little bit mm-hmm. different. It's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. This is definitely the salad days of this podcast. It, and there are no vowels in it. <laughs> like when Twitter was good. <laughs> exactly, Yeah. So long ago. I may try that. I may try signing up through the, because there's another free trial through through the Apple thing. So we'll sign up for that. Give it a shot. I would like to report, speaking of Apple subscription services and free trials, that uh, I have uh, finally manually converted all my old Sonos playlists to Apple Music playlists. <laughs> I had to learn more about how you use Apple Music family subscriptions on other people's devices. What's fun is I can create a playlist on my iPad. And then when I share it with my kids... Uh, it only includes the songs that are from Apple Music and not the ones that are from my library. There's no way to share my library with my family, even though they're all in my family. <laughs> so that's been fun. And then that used to be, the, I mean, so that used to be home sharing, right? Which I don't think entirely exists anymore. Yeah. It, I mean, and even if it does, it's just not part of like right. making a playlist. Right. No. And so that's been fun, uh, except not very fun. Uh-huh. And then the other piece that's not super fun is I went to cancel my amazon music subscription now that i'm all ported over like okay we'll cancel it when it's up in january (laughs) (laughs) yeah see i canceled mine and it's up like in a couple weeks or something i'm gonna try to appeal i'm gonna Mm. see if i can get them to prorate something i don't know they might not they don't have any reason to but they like me do they they think you're all right i message jeff I won't release any photos of me and Jeff Bezos if he does this for me. That's what I'm thinking. So we've, we've gone through two really boring stories, apparently. Oh, um, do we have an interesting about, one now? About, about, you, about you guys and your personal technology foibles. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we've buried the lead, which is um, Apple possibly getting you know sued for antitrust violations. So the Supreme Court ruled today, as we record this very podcast that you're listening to right now, that the case suit against Apple can go ahead, indeed, uh, vis-a-vis the App Store and and uh, whether or not it's anti-competitive. Yeah. So the my understanding is this case was now Dan will Dan will correctly state what I just fumbled through. <laughs> <laughs> so this case was about standing. You, it was whether or not consumers of a store have the right to sue the store, essentially, yeah. for monopolistic behavior, and the court ruled they do. Doesn't mean that they'll win their case. It just means they can proceed with it. So I, I, that, we talked about this one, I don't know, a few months ago, I think, when it first was, was making the waves. And I think what's weird about it is it's the one where like people insist the developers are charging too much for apps. And you're, everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's the, that's the really weird thing. I mean, I think if anybody has a... Well, I don't know. If anybody has the, the bigger right to sue, it seems like developers have a bigger right to sue than consumers do. I mean, <laughs> consumers are already paying like a buck for everything. It seems kind of ridiculous, but okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't entirely... I'm curious to see how that pans out. Um, I, I don't think the implication there will hurt 
I don't think today's decision hurts Apple as much, other than just ha- them having to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's it's an interesting decision, just in terms of the way that like like um, uh, commerce has evolved in the digital era, in terms of having stores where yeah, you know, it's certainly I, I don't buy the Apple Store as a monopoly argument. But it is an interesting situation where they do have like this huge ecosystem that essentially they do manage unilaterally, and it's not to say you couldn't go elsewhere. Um, but it is, it's not. You know, I always used to compare it to things like you can only play PlayStation games on the PlayStation, and only you know Xbox games on the Xbox. But those marketplaces are so much smaller than the App Store yeah. that I think right. it's that's more of a niche thing. Whereas the smartphone is, it's a victim of its own success in that regard. Yeah. I feel like there are, you know, we have lots of bigger problems in the world than this particular problem. Sure. <laughs> Even I, in terms of monopoly power, I think we have much bigger problems in the world. But, you know, I'm not like I'm not completely against this. <laughs> this yeah. if it if it if it leads to some sort of meaningful rationalization of what currently goes on in the app store, because I think a lot of the stuff that a lot of the rules that have been as Mm. Apple dictated since day one seem antiquated and should, and, and are obviously clearly designed to benefit Apple at the expense of lots of other people. Right. Right. I mean, and then part of the argument that I think is being made in this suit is that the cost structure is driven up by the 30% cut that Apple takes, which, Mm -hmm. you know, all right, there's an argument there. I think that, I think we have reached a point where that 30% cut is more onerous than it used to be. Like I didn't begrudge yes. it in the early days when right. nobody really knew if the marketplace was proven and people were still trying to figure out how to do this. But like at this point, I, I think the 30% seems excessive for right. what Apple is providing. But mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Other, other companies have lowered their cuts, but they're also not in as advantageous a position as Apple is. Right. Well, and that's to the point of the suit. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading many, many tweets on this, so I consider myself an expert. <laughs> we are we are all now legal experts and in, in, in you know antitrust law. Let's be I let's understand be exactly what Apple wanted to do, and I think Apple has done it in terms of creating the curated app store. I am supportive of the case, right? And I think that it is reasonable uh to say and I, I get the point that Dan was making about um, how other app stores are smaller on the Xbox or on the Nintendo Switch. But you can, in theory, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong about this, in most of those consoles, I think you can, without jailbreaking, sideload games, right? You can get something on a card and put it in there. The same way you could make Nintendo cartridges without Nintendo's license and stamp of approval on the original Nintendo Entertainment System and play them, and they would void your warranty and everything else. Like, you could do it. Well, the the challenge usually on most of those consoles is, like, there are now, like, ROM... There, there are things that prevent you from doing that, right? Like, you do need to do some hacking and sometimes hardware-related yeah. in order to get that stuff to actually work. The Xbox is a lot, presumably, a lot easier because the games that run on it are a lot closer to PC games, but... You know, and and then the Xbox itself is much closer to a PC than a PlayStation is, really. Um, but or at least a Windows PC. But I'm I'm not sure how easy that is, honestly. Like, it's not. There's probably stuff that you could run, but I don't think it's just as easy as like sticking in a hard drive yeah. with a third party game on it. Right. Anyways. We tried. I mean, we did that. Hank wanted to do that with um, even like our old Wii, I believe, and we had to do. We had to download some sort of jailbreaking app in order to run that 
process. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I it's it's an interesting question, and I think it's one that's going to continue to evolve. So yeah. Well, we got yeah we got a lot we got we got, so yeah we we're we're getting out of the we're getting out of the um, Qualcomm. <laughs> litigation phase and we're now into the app store litigation uh, li- welcome to litigation time our new sub show <laughs> it's litigation time we don't sing enough that was the complaint i well, got okay, we need to work on the litigation time jingle but i think uh, we, it's uh, a first draft we can workshop that that's right lex did you want to tell us something <laughs> light stream uh, are your credit card bills keeping you up at night are your interest rates in the double digits be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. get a fixed rate as low as 5.95 percent apr with auto pay you could save thousands in interest get a loan from five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars and there are no fees you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply Plus, Lightstream is a division of SunTrust Bank, one of the nation's largest financial institutions, so you can have complete peace of mind. My mortgage is with the SunTrust Bank, and I like SunTrust Bank just fine. And, you know, uh, consolidating your credit card balances is a thing that works, doesn't it, John Moltz? It certainly does, and I have done that in the past, and if you haven't done it yet, if you have outstanding credit card balances on different cards, absolutely do this. You get a better rate, and you won't be sending money to credit card companies who let's face it are just evil i said it yeah so if you want to save even more our listeners get an additional interest rate discount the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m.com slash rebound subject to credit approval rate includes 0.5 percent auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information light stream <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we shouldn't reuse that <laughs> they deserve their own they deserve their own jingle that's well, true i'm waiting for you to write true. another one john Bowles. we gotta i know we gotta we gotta workshop that as well okay. light stream it's the lightest of streams no stream is lighter <laughs> like i said we're workshopping it <laughs> so one of the other things uh, there's a sort of I don't know if it's a surprise announcement exactly, but there was an announcement of a new Apple feature coming today. Um, I guess the head of Apple Pay was presenting at a conference somewhere and announced uh, yeah, yeah. that Apple Pay will support NFC stickers for payments. So rather mm-hmm. than having to use another device, you can use a sticker uh, or like, you know, basically an NFC chip to pay something, which means things like potentially being able to say rent a scooter or pay a parking meter without using an app. And I think right. so you just that's pay great. directly from Apple Pay, you, you double tap or whatever you do. Yep. You f- look at your phone, whatever you people do who have phones that you can look at. I, I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and away you go without having to open a particular app in order to pay for the thing. Do you guys have the you guys have the parking meter apps? I have a, yeah, I have a couple. That's the thing. Twenty-seven. So, <laughs> that's what I was say. I have too many. That's the problem. Right. And I never, right. I'm never sure which one to use. And I've been told, like, oh, just use this one. It actually incorporates like all the other ones. Like, there's a Park Boston app, I think, that technically incorporates all of them. But I'm never sure. So I always have to like check the meter and be like, all right, which app does yeah, this use? Right. And they all have slightly different systems, and I have different payment methods set up through all of them. It is it's dumb. It's super dumb. I appreciate being able to pay my parking meter for my phone. I think that's very nice. But, like, yeah, the whole app thing has always felt a little bit like a weird 
and run. And the other thing that's always weird about it is that you pay on your on the app, and because the the parking meters are stupid, they don't know that you've paid. Like I assume the people coming around doing traffic enforcement have a way to look that up, but it's never reflected on the meters. While we're talking about stupid things with paying, I want to say two things. Number one, Apple Pay. I remember we talked about this before Face ID phones were released. We were wondering how would that all work because it seems so convenient with Touch ID devices. And I still want to say that I think Face ID Apple Pay is awkward. I feel like you have to do a little phone dance each time where they think you don't know what you're doing when you do know what you're doing. Do you guys know what I mean? Uh, well, most doesn't. But do you know what I mean no. anymore? I rarely use Face ID because I usually use my watch. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, jeez. All right, so uh, let me try go. to talk yeah. you through it. So, like, I mean, I, I have used it. I have used it. And I understand kind of what you're saying, but I feel like the only reason I do use it on my phone generally is if I have my phone already out for some other reason. So, like, if I'm shopping it, if I go to, like, Whole Foods, I use the Whole Foods app because it has, like, the Amazon Prime thing, you know, barcode that you scan. And so if I already have my phone out because I'm scanning the stupid barcode, then I will sometimes use that to pay. I don't find it that awkward because the face ID thing usually is pretty quick. But I, I mean, I kind I understand what you're saying. I just have to do this dance where it's like, especially because like in my office, I've never a, had to dance. I'm not not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> there are vending machines in the office uh, where I work where they all use uh, Apple Pay and other contactless payment services, and uh, you uh, the the things are low, so you have to hold it down low for it to notice that you want to use it, and then bring it back up to your face, and then it says now hold a new reader. So you've got to go low. <laughs> when they go low, you go high and then go low again. Um, and I hate it. <laughs> I have so a solution for you, but you're not going to like it. Be shorter? Uh, it's wear an Apple Watch, you fucking idiot. Yeah, right. Uh, don't think about it. Your hand is already <laughs> Which down Which you there. already own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these are great ideas. You don't even have to pay anything. This problem solves itself. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm, I can't use the original generation Apple Watch at this point. That thing barely even tells time, I'm guessing. It still works. It runs Still a little slow, slow but yeah. yeah I, got, I, got, I got a friend who wears one. So. <laughs> I, I find the Apple Pay on the watch generally pretty convenient. Um, it yeah, doesn't come up so as I. much on the phone for me because of that. But yeah, I, I think the thing that I find surprising is that the, in terms of Apple Pay, uh, so they still maintain this sort of, I don't know exactly what you want to call it, but like artificial wall between the fact that Apple Pay really still only gets used for physical goods and... I find it somewhat baffling at this point that they don't use something like Apple Pay for the iTunes store slash app store. That they have a whole a separate system that is kind of functionally similar, but is not the same thing as Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of understand their value in having all those credit card details, but I feel like maybe it just would be it would be nice if you could use Apple Pay if only and this is the thing I've mentioned probably before, but I, I hate that the iTunes account is a tied to a single credit card um, because, you know, I buy stuff sometimes for work and then I buy stuff that I'm like for personal use and tracking that. Like I have separate cards that I normally use if I'm like traveling for work, but I can't charge like stuff from the iTunes store or app store to one card or another card. I have to use whatever the default card is. Or I have to like go in and manually change all that information, which is a real pain in the ass. But if it's supported Apple Pay, I could just choose at like the time I'm buying something. <laughs> and maybe that's what they're trying to avoid is that you have to don't have to like choose which card, but it's like you're already using face ID or touch ID depending on, you know, which phone you have. So it seems weird that it's like a different system, but it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't understand. I also want to complain about the Starbucks app. <laughs> yeah. Put, you want this, this is a, this is an Apple watch show and let's just say yeah. it. The watch is better. The, the, the Starbucks app makes you is like a uh, easy pass where I live, where it makes you do these $25 deposits, but you never mm, yeah. use it up exactly. So you always mm. got to refill it up. Right. Which is bullshit, but, which yeah. means I'm going to die with Starbucks <laughs> having some of my money. That's, that's what I think about every time it refills. That is true. That is, that is, that is definitely going to happen. We're There's all, no di- right all going to die. I mean, I guess you, you can pay, you can pay off and then use cash for the rest, but, but who has cash? Oh man, I got a story about cash. As long as we're on the payment train here, I, uh, <laughs> Had to go. We read. We read a uh, book sale at the one of the local libraries to buy a bunch of books, and they only took cash. <laughs> I had to walk to an wow. ATM twice because the first time I went and I didn't get enough money. <laughs> I had to go. I was like five dollars short. I had to go back to the ATM. I was like, "This is the first time in a really long time that not only have I had to take out cash to buy something, but then I failed to get enough cash." <laughs> Literally gave them all of the cash in my wallet, and it was not enough money. <laughs> Every once in a while, I still go. I still go to like a like we go to bubble tea places, and like to get one. If you get like one bubble tea, and it, it's usually less than their their limit for charging you an extra fee for using a credit card. And so I always I still have to carry around like because <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want it's like you know, I don't have to pay that extra like pay an extra fifty cents to buy a freaking bubble tea. So <laughs> I still carry my cash, mm. and I don't like it. I don't like that you have to do it. Yeah, you don't like it either. You don't like hearing about me telling you. Really don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it stunned Lex into silence. This conversation, <laughs> as as long as we're on the payment. Uh, topic. There was another piece of Apple related news. I didn't say train this time. I said topic. Yeah, but topics don't it. go choo choo. There's one thing I know, John. <laughs> it's time for another topic. Choo choo. Oh man, recording late at night. Anyway, it's really killing us. Uh, there was a uh, post today going around that the uh, Apple employees are starting to get Apple cards, the, the oh, yeah. credit card. So there was one post about that um, where somebody got sent a picture from a Apple employee and then they photoshopped their own name onto it so that they basically didn't leak who sent the information to them. But I guess that's supposed to ship in, didn't they say June, I think? I think it was June. Uh, so it kind of makes sense that they would maybe yeah. talk about it at the uh, um, uh, WWC, even if it's just sort of a brief thing. They will probably mention it at WWDC is my guess. Yeah. And then we'll ship sometime after that. Right. Have you guys had any uh, evolution of thought in terms of whether or not you're getting an Apple credit card? I don't know. I mean, originally I was like totally going to get one and I still probably will. Spoiler Uh, alert. No evolution. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs makes me queasy, but (laughs) that's the only, that's the only reason I might not do it. Black. So you, do you need, are you in the market for another credit card? Well, I wasn't and now might be. Only because I had uh, an issue, I still have an issue with my credit card company, where uh, an airline mistreated me. I asked my credit card company to help me out, and they chose to side with the airline despite the facts clearly supporting me, like objectively. Take take your deep, deep appreciation for me and who I am as a human out of it. I'm still right, the airline's still wrong, and the credit card company should side with me. I basically <laughs> said, uh, the airline did X, and the airline responded by saying, we didn't do Y. And the credit card's like, well, they didn't do Y. And I'm like, I didn't say they did Y. I said they did X. So while yeah. that was happening, my credit card is, I'm not going to name the uh, 
well, I'm sure I will. My credit card is a, a Chase credit card. And I was Ugh. like, I'm angry <laughs> at these people. So I'm going to get the Amazon credit card just so I can have a separate card. And I did. And then I got an, I opened up my Chase app to see how my chargeback thing was going. And it didn't just list my existing card. It also listed my Amazon card, which I didn't know until after successfully applying <laughs> for getting it. Yeah. It's also a Chase card. Yes. Uh, I, so I could have told you that. That is the worst know. bit of protest move ever. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I'll get another card. Go ahead, Mr. Friedman. Well, yeah. And that's like, I spent, I spent years, like, I spent like two years getting us off Bank of America. And then, and, and we live in, you know, we live in the Pacific Northwest and the airline here is Alaska. And I love Alaska. I really do. I think Alaska is the, you know, now that um, they've scooped up uh, Virgin. Virgin America, the, it's the best airline left to us. <laughs> and so <laughs> Karen came home one day and she's like, I got us an Alaska credit card <laughs> so we can get points and we can fly more. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what bank is it through? Sure enough, of course, it's from Bank of America. So now Did we're... you not remind her that you don't like to fly? <laughs> yeah. Also, th- there's also that. Yeah, <laughs> they've earned seven miles. <laughs> it was it was, <laughs> it was bad news from start to finish. Yeah, that's all around. That's not great. So anyway, my point is, I I do intend to win this charge back over time. Now I'm at the I'm at the stage where you just randomly email senior executives at Chase. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that an identified stage? Is that one of the, the 10 steps of cries denial. for help or something? It's denial. I'm in the denial phase. Where denial. My emailing random executives. Back. It's not a small amount of money. It's more than $7,000. Whoa. Um, All right. Yes, That's fair. Horrible. Family of five flights to Israel, and then the uh, flights were canceled uh, by British okay. Airways. Okay. I thought, that was just, I thought that was just you going to like Cincinnati. They didn't tell us. They canceled our flights and didn't tell us. Wow. And so then when I called up to say, hey, I can't find my husband, oh, yeah, we canceled them. And we thought we attempted to tell you, but it's possible we didn't. And I'm like, you didn't. It's three days before. And they're like, well, we can put you on these other horrible flights. And I'm like, no, I can't take horrible flights. I can't make my kids miss a day of school or land in Israel at three in the morning. So I reject your flights. They're like, well, we can't refund you because it's too close. And I'm like, oh, no, you can't. <laughs> And like, we're not going to I'm like, well, my credit card company will take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Wow. Welcome to the oligarchy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I have nothing but positive things to say about most of my credit cards, which are through USAA. <laughs> so as long as we're giving oh, okay. plugs. Well, that's good. No, then you, then you, you get, yeah, you're allowed to do that. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, the cashback stuff on the apple stuff still is has an appeal given the amount of money i give them right yeah yeah that's probably what we'll get that's probably what will get me the rest of it is is fine uh, i think the bigger thing at, the biggest thing at war with that is do i really need another credit card and the answer is probably not no i definitely don't maybe it should get maybe it should be a business one then because the other the other aspect i think that i'm really interested in is the fact that they will do some sort of like I know they. I forget exactly how they termed it, but it, it, they'll go through. You know, whereas you you normally read your credit card statement and it says "chicks misruf yes misruf yeah and thirty seven dollars. They will actually say, "Oh, this was the you know the Taco Bell on Thirty Eighth Street." <laughs> I, I'm wondering if there's going to be somebody who creates a business of buying laptops on their Apple Card and then selling you the laptop for less than apple truck prices but with some markup for that i hope so because <laughs> then we'll have something to talk about on this podcast yeah uh i don't know if that's the best business idea but okay <laughs> i don't know i'm also not a business person so don't look at me same yeah 
There uh, was one other thing that I saw floating around today, although I'm not sure how legit it is, but there was some supposed leak about the Mac Pro, which I'm now trying to find. Uh, I'm just going to say it's not legit. I consider both of you Mac Pros. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Well, we don't have to talk about it then. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying that because that's what it I looks dumb. I agree. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> what is the rumor for those of us who don't? Uh, there was a leak sure, of the a, rest of the class. There was a a leak of a photo uh, from a supposedly from an internal Apple document for the new Mac Pro, and it has a it has a square on it with three cameras. <laughs> Close. <laughs> it basically looks like somebody tried to marry the. It looks like somebody tried to marry the cheese grater with the cylinder back, <laughs> which seems like a terrible Would idea. You said it around. to me, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that looks super fake. Yeah, I, I, don't think, right now. I don't think it's true. I think it's I think it's bullshit. Seven point seven inches wide, eleven point fifty five inches tall, foot tall, and eleven point fifty five inches. What? Eh, eh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. It's not selling me. No. It just, I feel like this is one of those mock-ups that somebody makes of things that they feel like, this is what I wish it was. This looks like a mock-up I could have made. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. That's the other thing. That's the real thing that I think. It also feels a little like real. punishing, like the, oh, you didn't like our super well-designed cylinder model that we put all this thought into? Here, have a fucking box. Yeah, right, right. Here's a nondescript box. And you'll like it. Yeah, so I, I okay. don't. Well, I don't we've handled it. that. I'm yeah. glad we took care of that. Check. Did we talk about that other rumor that you hate, John Moltz? We're providing value. Um, oh, that iOS 13 will not run on the uh, your little baby phone. Yeah, the iPhone, <laughs> the iPhone SE, the best phone. Um, yeah, I don't believe that. So there, you believe that iOS 13 will work on your baby phone? I believe that. Yes, I believe that iOS. I mean, yes, I do. That's okay. but you know, but I gotta say that's a that is my belief. That is not. Um, you know, that's not based on any facts other than other than I think just the facts inside of precedent. You. I think precedent I think precedent would indicate that it it will still run and it might it might run slowly, but it will still run. I mean, particularly since like Looks iOS like twelve iOS twelve runs perfectly fine on this phone. There is I mean, it's maybe slightly slower than than it was on eleven, but it's not really very noticeable at all. And Apple has a great history of making it you know, really painful. <laughs> so I fully expect iOS 13 to run on my iPhone SE extremely slowly. I I agree with John. I think it will run on the, the yeah. SE. I would be surprised if it didn't. Um, I want to take a quick pause because we have one more advertiser to talk about. Uh, are any of you getting married in the next couple of months? <laughs> Not that I know of. Nope. <laughs> Dan, I'd like you to reconsider this question. Okay. <laughs> Lex, I'm saying I'm very flattered, but you're already married. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. However, I think for your wedding, whether your wedding is formal, black tie, garden attire, or other words I don't know, I think an Indochino suit could work in any case. Dan, are you familiar with Indochino? I, uh, you know, I'm very familiar with Indochino. I'm intimately familiar with Indochino. Is that because you yourself have ordered an Indochino suit to wear as you walk down the aisle? It's <gasps> amazing that you know this, Lex. I I don't know how you sussed out. Your spies are everywhere, but yes. Yes, I did go into the the Indochino showroom here in Boston, and I got measured for a made to measure suit. That's that is the thing to do for a made to measure situation. It's it worked um, out, yeah. Here's the thing: when you get a suit like Dan did, like I've done twice, 
Uh, if you go with Indochino, uh, you measure yourself, or you can go in one of the showrooms like Dan did, and they make this custom suit. And when I say custom, you pick the lapel, the style, the colors, the lining, the pockets, the buttons. Uh, the process is easy. It took mere minutes for Dan when he met with a stylist at one of their 40 showrooms in North America. You can also measure yourself at home and shop online at Indogino.com, and you get a perfectly tailored suit. Uh, this week, Dan, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com, so long as they enter the code REBOUND at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. And the shipping, it's free. Again, it's Indochino.com. The promo code is REBOUND for any premium suit for just $379 of free shipping. Incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Uh, it's what you're going to wear when you go to Dan Moran's wedding. You're all invited so long as you're in an in, Indochino suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. <laughs> Uh, please don't, please don't order my suit. That that would be. I, I would like to make sure I, I get did that. the measurement process on myself several times. <laughs> yeah. Just want to be. Did it change? Did you get any better? I get a little taller each time. I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on? You want to hear about the uh, new robot I have? Yes, tell us about your new robot. Okay. okay, my house, we actually just use robots to refer to smart speakers. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah, I know. Less what a letdown. I'm sorry. I don't have an actual robot. I did buy a Google Home Hub, which is the Google uh, smart speaker with a screen, but not with a camera. It does not have a camera. It just has a screen. Um, and I, I have to say, because I did have an Echo Show for a while, which I decided I hated, uh, the Home Hub is very good. <laughs> To say, it's a lot better than the Echo Show. I haven't used the second generation show, but I was really not impressed by the first one. As I recall, Lex, you had one too that you didn't particularly like, right? I, I have it in my office, and I, I like it okay. Why didn't yeah. you like it? I thought it was clunky. I didn't like the interface. Um, it looked okay, but I didn't think it looked great. Um, and a lot of the stuff that it... I, I just didn't feel it worked as well. Like They did a great job integrating the screen into the use for it but i also haven't used it a while i don't know if they've updated the software i i am i replaced it with my original echo um, i really like the echoes and i, I want to hear more about the google home hub because i keep seeing ads for it uh but i really like the um the echo spot which i never read any instructions for but just continues to work that's the one that's like a, a nightstand clock size right, circular right. thing and i just a couple nights ago wanted to change the clock face and i had no idea how to do it and i was like uh, you know who go to settings and then it had the, like a million clock options it's like an apple watch that doesn't move in response to your voice and uh, it uh, i don't know that i really like the show i agree it's it's got a lot of screen real estate for without a lot of purpose uh but the home hub does look great yeah i really like it and i think my the the thing that i really enjoy about it is that um so i think it does a nice job of displaying information when you request that information but i also think when it's at rest you can basically set it to be a digital photo frame that pull, pulls from your Google Photos. And I actually think it works really nicely as that. Like, I, I'm not big into the digital photo frame thing. I always thought they were a little cheesy. But, like, I actually think the display on this works nicely for it. I don't think it is a... Because it's it's much smaller than the Echo Show, it's, it's considerably smaller than the Echo Show. I think that's one reason I, I really like it. It also feels much lower profile. Like, when you're looking at it head-on, you basically just see the screen like that's it and like there's not like a lot of extra like stuff around it um and i think that works really nicely the sound is very good um but it's just mostly the fact that it blends in very well uh it has Did some, you get like, a free google home mini too 
I did not, but I have oh, one of those from the, a while the back. The DLIC is that you can get the hub for just $99 and you can get a Google Home Mini absolutely free. Yeah, I uh, I didn't do that because I just bought the... Um, uh, it was on, Also, did you know it's not called the Google Home Hub anymore? It's now called it's the, the Google Nest. Nest Hub? Yeah, I don't know what the... <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm definitely not in charge of their branding. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. But I have to say, I've been really impressed with it uh, for the last... I've been using it for a week or so. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a clever little device. I think Google has actually done a lot of work, and I would say... Um, so a lot of the stuff that they've done has really impressed me uh, in terms of just the, the way they've improved the assistant over the last year or so. I don't use it that much, but when I was doing, I was recently doing a, an article that was doing sort of a head-to-head of Siri, Google uh, Google Assistant, and Alexa. I said it. Stop. Shh, go away. Damn it. Yeah. She's voice uh, uh And I think that Google Assistant has improved in leaps and bounds in, in many of the categories in which I tested it. You don't have a Nest doorbell, do you, Dan? I do not have any other Nest products. <laughs> I mean, a ring doorbell, I guess. But I want to know if I want to know if it can automatically show. <laughs> like it says, it works with your doorbell, and by say, you know, yo, Mister Google Machine, uh, show me the front door. But I don't have to say that if they ring the doorbell. Just show me who's at the door if they ring the doorbell. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't. Know. I don't have a doorbell for that. I'm not going to get one. But I saw it. I think it looks interesting. Like, especially in a house with a lot of nests. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm impressed by it. We'll see if it lasts. It goes the, goes the distance. I only have so much room for these things in my office. It seems like you have infinite room. It does. You know, I, mainly right now, I'm trying to use this whole strategy of, um, what, what would you call it? Uh, it's, it's like I like trying to pit them against each other. Like if total, I yell at total the, saturation, yeah. If I yell at the echo and it doesn't do what I want it to do, I mm. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Screw you. Google right, do this right. instead. <laughs> That's how they learn, <laughs> John. Me, give me photos of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> you Google Nest, give me photos of Spider Man. <laughs> I, I understand that Spider-Man is in the new United Airlines uh, safety video that you watched before the plane takes off. Oh, is that right? Really? I did I, not know that. Is that canon? I saw a tweet about it today. Oh. I wonder if that's canon. If you didn't find it, you could probably find it on the web. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I get that joke. <laughs> I know it because I'm really good on uh, <laughs> Spider-Man lore. <laughs> I would like to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> get me video of Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, have i advocated on this show for uh, picture in picture on the giant size iphone screens uh i do not think you have because i tend to either listen to podcasts on my bus commutes or watch streaming video like this morning i watched the veep series finale which was just excellent and uh, you get messages and on an iPad, you get messages and you tap on those notifications and the movie automatically shrinks down and you can be in your app and it's wonderful. Uh, and on the phone, it just pauses the video and switches apps. But like there's a big enough screen that I'd be okay. Even if it's like postage stamp size, if I postage stamp size, I got none of those words, right? If you replay that, you'll hear that I mangled all three, but if it's, if it's that size and I can just quickly reply to the text, I'd rather do that than pause and unpause over and over again. You know what I mean? So I'm casting my vote. I did, uh, somebody pointed out something interesting, which I thought was a, a crank post at first, 
And then I read it and realized, like, I had one of those moments of being like, oh, this person's complaining about something that's not even that big an issue. And then I, like, read the post, you know, a little more in depth. And I was like, oh, this is actually super weird. The TV app, if you've ever watched a video through that, which I honestly don't really tend nope. to, it, if you, if you are orientation, if you have your orientation locked on your screen to portrait, obviously, which you generally do on your iPhone, uh, if you have it locked, and you try to play something, it plays it in portrait. And if you try to, orientation lock into landscape which you can't really do it locks it to playing in portrait <laughs> which is like kind of insane <laughs> so it's basically very hard you, you can't really lock it or force it to play in landscape by default if you try to play something it plays in portrait mode <laughs> Ugh. uh which is bizarre i mean i don't yeah. know why you make that just i i mean and, and it also seems like a thing that is very much fixable. Like I've noticed that when I play YouTube videos, if you full screen them, like in a browser on iOS, it generally puts them in landscape mode because that is correct and exactly how that should work. <laughs> I, I want to say, you know, a long time ago now, YouTube made a change uh, that you had to tap on videos on iOS to get sound. A long time ago now! I've accepted it. And... <laughs> I mostly hate it. If I've gone to the video, I would want it to play. I want to hear it. Just saying. You know what I mean? That thing where it's like tap to unmute with that weird, yeah. ugly graphic. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I don't approve. Okay. Nobody asked me. I was not consulted, but I don't know. Yeah, apparently. You can do that, but you have to get autoplay video. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's your trade-off. Yeah, right. That's exactly. The, yeah. That's the even devil's Even if you turn trade-off. it off, even if you turn it off multiple times, it's going to come back in like a, like a few days. I uh, I had a problem the last night where uh, I have that pair of cheap ass like earbuds, wireless earbuds. And for some reason, the iPhone insisted on playing audio to them, and I could not get it to. Every time I disconnected from it or changed the audio input, it would go back to it. And because they're stupid little like earbuds that don't really have controls on them, I could not figure out how to turn them off. Like, because normally putting them in the case <laughs> turns them off, a la AirPods, and it was not working. And so, yeah, so basically, I guess the upshot of that story is don't buy $40 wireless earbuds. <laughs> I, I did finally find the AirPods for me, but they're too expensive, so I'm not going to get them. Yeah. Yeah, those are the, the, the Beats things. Yeah, the new, what are they? The Beats Pro Wireless or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That, what's hilarious to me, well, that's overselling it, but what's interesting to me is that many that's of the mildly talk about humorous them, to me. <laughs> they talk about them as how great they are for, for fitness and sport. And I'm like, sure, that may well be true. <laughs> I don't need them for that. I need them for staying in my fucking ears when I walk or move or breathe. And if they can stay in while one is running, I think they can stay in my ears while I am doing nothing, which I'm really good at doing. <laughs> and uh, but like they have the over ear hook, which I like, and multiple ear tips, which I like, and so I have a real belief that these would fit me. But they're just they're very pricey. You know, if people are going to make fun of me for having small, you know, supposedly having small hands and enjoying the iPhone yeah. SE, I think I should be able to make fun of you guys for having like o- overly large ear holes that the uh, AirPods fall out of. I can never I figure actually out. Think it's overly small. Yeah, see, I'm with Lex on this. I think it's that they're too small and it doesn't. Oh, it they doesn't don't. So they don't in. fit in. They yeah. don't. They, they don't stay. They, they pop out like. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. Your ears. Your ears reject them. Yes. Is that yeah. it? Yes. That's yes. It's they like they spell like a, with great like a zit. <laughs> well, it's like a. It's like trying to get the toothpaste out of the toothpaste tube. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> it's not great. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I use a giant phone. How do you hear anything at all? I can, sorry, what? I can barely hear this show. <laughs> 
Why do you think I listened to this show twice? That's right. <laughs> oh, what oh so it might be it might be a natural reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's like an allergic reaction. Your, you know your how body like, your body is rejecting this podcast. You know when you have an allergic reaction and your throat closes up, it's kind of like that, but with your ears. <laughs> If they did a home try-on for Beats Pro wireless things, I would try that. But you won't go into the store and try them. I, I don't know if they let you do that. I don't know if I want to do that. Well, I mean, at least with those, they're probably interchangeable rubber tips, so they could probably just put on yeah, I would new think so, but... tips. Yeah. It sounds gross even when you say it like that, like, doesn't it? Yeah. Condoms. Put a, yeah. Put a rubber on it, Lex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I practice safe Lex. <laughs> oh, there's no such thing as unsafe Lex. All no. Lex is unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> Science has clearly proven that. Abstinence from Lex is the only way to be sure. <laughs> Kids, listen to us. <laughs>